You're listening to Run, Are You Win? Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. As pastor of the Smithton Outpouring and the Kansas City Revival, Steve is a leading voice of revival worldwide. Steve shares his life-changing encounters with God, along with biblical teaching that equips you to experience and lead lasting revival. Come, run with Steve and expect God to revive us now. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to a Revive Us Now podcast. I am your host, Steve Gray. Let's talk about revival. We need to be revived. And there's some, there are some great things going on in, uh, in the church world today. There's some not-so-great things going on, of course. Yeah, every, every, you know, not everything's great. In the world, not everything's great, but there's a few things going on, people doing things great. And I met with some great people recently. They've got a, a, just a wonderful, wonderful ministry that just uh, their basic foundation is establishing people in understanding the book of Genesis and understanding creation. And it's really, really good. They are experts in it. They know what they're talking about. They've done a wonderful job of uh, educating uh, people and, and schools and all kinds of stuff. And so... I met with them and it was great and they, they, they know what they're doing and, and, and getting us, you know, one of the things is making sure people don't get off and think that uh, we are as humans, you know, as humans that we uh, used to be monkeys and now we're humans and they get us, you know, we're created in the image of God and what that means and, and that. So I've been thinking about that. I, I want to just take it a little step further and help you understand because you might think, well, created in the image of God doesn't have anything to do with revival, but what God is doing, he's, he's restoring his image through Jesus Christ, greater and greater and greater degree, and a revival, a renewal, a, a, um, a special visitation from God or habitation of God, these special things we've read through history where it just comes down in such power that it changes people and it moves people and it's, it's just beyond our imagination, the thickness of the power of God. Well, those things are meant to help us experience God's image in us to a greater degree, all right? So we're getting it, God's image to a greater degree than just walking around saying all people are in the image of God. And let me explain that to you. Let me t- tell you what happened. They do a great job of, of telling how God created and how we didn't evolve and all that kind of stuff. But let me tell you this. This is a little more down my line. And let me explain that to you. So here in the book of Genesis chapter 1, uh, God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. And, of course, it goes on to say why that's important. They're going to rule over the fish and, and livestock and all that stuff. Let's make mankind in our image, in our likeness. Now, the mistake people make is they flip it and they think, oh, so God must look like me and I must look like God. I'm in God's image. So they make it a lookalike contest and uh, think that, you know, God has hands like me and a feet like me. And sometimes in the Bible, God uses the description of hands and feet and mouth, but that's not what God did. The image of God being in the likeness of God is not that God looks like humans or humans look like God. And that's where people get off and say, well, we're made in the image of God. And then somebody says, well, you know, we kind of look a lot like apes and monkeys or 
evolved from this and because they kind of look like us and 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 so maybe we evolved from them because we kind of have a look-alike thing and then we say no no because we look like God and we're in the image of God and we have a soul and I'm going like you're missing the whole point the image of God is not a look-alike it's not looking in the mirror whether it be a, whether you're at the zoo looking at, at in the monkey cage or whatever, or you're looking up to heaven, you're missing the point. Let me tell you what happened. God created mankind in his image. And you know what that image is? The image was the glory of God. The glory of God was on these two people, man and woman. They had the glory of God. That's what made them like God. That's why there were animals. That's why there were fish. There were birds. There were livestock. You know what? None of them had the glory of God on them. That's why they got to rule. They had the glory of God, and it gave them the power to rule, right? So they're carrying the glory of God. They carry the likeness of God because no other creature ever created had the likeness of God of the glory of God. Now, before you turn that around and say, I don't know about that. That's, I've never heard that before. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. You heard it and heard it and heard it in church. It says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yeah. When sin entered the world, Adam didn't fall over dead, though death did set in and eventually he's going to die. But what died that day? What died that day? Well, somebody says his spirit died. or his, Yeah, yeah, probably so. But what left? Well, what's the first sign he said? He said we went and hid ourselves because now we know we're naked. Well, what were they clothed in before? Why didn't they know they were naked before? Because they were clothed in the glory of God. They were clothed in the glory of God. Then when they sinned, they fell short of the glory of God. All mankind has done that. And so the glory of God lifted off of them. They knew they were naked now. Now they're naked and they go to hide themselves from God because something's left. They're not in the likeness of God anymore. All right. Now we may still be in the image of God in that we have a spirit which can be born again. Thank God for that. We can be born again. We have soul that maybe your dog or cat doesn't have the, or that livestock or fish doesn't. Okay. I get all that. There's some sense to that. Yes, I get it. I agree with it all. But ultimately what's going to happen to humanity through Jesus Christ is they're going to get a, you know, the answer to this, a glorified body. Not just a body, be raised from the dead to get a glorified body, which is what Adam had before sin entered the world. And we're right back to restoring what God had intended. And mankind, humans are in the likeness of God again. And so when Moses went up and met God in the mountain, what happened to him? Well, he got a little partial. His face glowed. His face shone. He covered it because he didn't want the people to be afraid and but his face shone when Jesus went up to the mountain. What happened to him? He was transfigured and he was, every bit of him was glowing. What was that? That's, that's showing us what's coming. That's showing us the, that's, that, would, that would be the closest we could think. Well, that's what Adam looked like before he sinned. He just a glowing with the, with, the, with the light and power of God. He was in the likeness of God. And when mankind sinned, the likeness left. So it doesn't mean that, that, uh, we go around and say, oh, God looks like me, and, 
and uh, I look like God, and well, somebody else says, well, we kind of look like monkeys too, and so maybe we evolved. Well, that monkey never had the glory of God, but Adam did. He was in the likeness of God because he had the glory of God, and he's going to be the descendants of Jesus, Adam and Jesus, the last Adam, Jesus, is also going to be in the likeness of God because when Jesus was raised from the dead, he got a glorified body. And the Bible says we're not sure what that is. We're not sure what we're going to be like when we're raised from the dead, but we do know one thing. We shall be like him, glorified. And the story is complete. God's done a great job of figuring this thing out. Even though mankind fell in the garden in sin and what? Fell short, lost the glory of God. God has been trailing it on along with us all the way through and restoration and salvation and, and filled with the Holy Spirit. Even though we're still in human you know, skin, we can still be filled with the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead and as we go through this, and then though death has not been eradicated completely because, you know, really as, as children of God, we don't die. Our bodies lay down and go to sleep, but consciously, because we're, we're born again, we just keep going with God, don't we? Yeah, we keep going with God until that day comes that then out of the graves come those that belong to Jesus, and then what? The story's complete. It's not just resurrection of the dead. It is resurrection of the dead, but it's a complete story that the victory has been complete that mankind, humans, that were let us make mankind in our image and in our likeness, and there they are now. Up out of the graves, death can't touch them. Sin has been defeated. Death has been defeated. And the glory of God is resting on all those that he created that are in Christ Jesus. Can, can you see what a great picture this is? Now, back to revival, we're not going to have that. <laughs> we're not going to go to a church service and have the glory so great that all of a sudden we're going to get glorified bodies. But there is a measure of glory that must be in the world now or Moses couldn't have got a bit of it, but he did. He got so close to God that he got some of it. Jesus got so close to God that he got a lot of it. And we can get so close to God, we get a move of God to come down and we see, well, look at the shape of the earth today. Look at America. Look what's going on in the world and all the things happening that the world is uh, trying to, the world's trying to go anti-God, anti-church, anti-family. But the church could experience still, in the midst of all that, the church, the people of God, could get a degree, some degree, of the glory of God to display and say, hey, we don't have it all. We can't have it all, but we can have some of it. Can you feel that? Do you feel that? Do you notice that? Isn't it glorious? From glory to glory we're going. Isn't it glorious? Isn't it wonderful? Has, it's changing me. And you know what? It's, it's getting close to feeling like what we're going to have because eventually we're going to be clothed in glory completely, completely clothed in glory. But right now while we're in, still in this tent, we can still experience the glory, the presence as much as possible, as much as possible while still being human, while still not coming up out of the graves yet, but that's what revival is, reviving us, and we're experiencing pieces and parts 
of the restoring power of God while still in this body. And it just changes you. And it shows a foreshadow of what is to come. And you can tell the people there, this is a foreshadow of what is to come. Until we finally, in the age, and up out of the graves, the people of God come with glorified bodies. And the story is complete. So revival is a foretaste. That's why we need it. Because it changes people and transforms them. Even while we're still in this body. Until that great and glorious day we come up out of the graves and the story is complete and the glory of God is on mankind and humans and men and women and children and we can say, now, there you go. We're back in his likeness again. Hope that made good sense to you. It was fun talking about it. Till next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Revive Us Now podcast with Steve Gray. Push the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode and spread the word on social media. For more episodes and resources, go to reviveusnowpodcast.com. Until next time, keep on running for revival.